an entitled Karen mistreats me on Christmas, claiming that I was refusing her service and treating me with absolute disrespect. But as a result, my manager forces her to leave, resulting in her getting blacklisted from our restaurant as well as the hotel that I work in. And I honestly could not be more satisfied. Here's what happened. So this happened yesterday. I'm a barkeeper in a hotel and I have been for nearly five years now. I used to be full time, but have had to go to part time due to personal reasons. Still, my team really seems to care about me. And this is something that was really solidified for me yesterday with how they rallied to my aid. The Christmas shift is wildly considered to be the easiest shift of the year for us, especially in this hotel as everything is booked in advance. The food is all pre-ordered and zero last minute reservations or walk-ins will be taken on the day. The atmosphere is always great and we are frequently getting told by our customers about how good of a job we are doing and how we're really making their Christmas special. We all basically went about our work with a constant warm fuzzy feeling. That is until 10 minutes before the end of my shift an entitled Karen comes into the bar and if this lady had a theme song to go along with her it would be Cold as Ice by Foreigner. She stared daggers into my soul before I was even able to open my smiling mouth to greet her. The following is a recreation of the exchange that we had to the best of my recollection. She takes one look at me and says, I would like the wine list please. So I respond to her by saying, okay, that's no problem. Although I should say that we don't actually have an independent wine list per se, as much as a dedicated page within our whole drinks menu. And before I could even go further, she interrupts me by saying, you have got to be kidding me. She didn't shout this, but the way she articulated her words pierced my soul and I felt myself shrink under her oppressive gaze. I should also add that I'm an extremely anxious person and confrontation has always left me close to tears and a sick feeling in my stomach. Regardless, I carried on, hoping that we'd just gotten off to the wrong foot. I grabbed the menu for her and presented it to her. She snatched it from me, glances through it, and points to the wine page titled Wine. What does this say? She demands whilst pointing at the title. I reply simply by saying, well, that's wine, thanking the gods that my voice was steady in the moment. And what is this? She snarls while gesticulating at the full menu. I respond by saying, well, this is a menu, or I suppose a list. At this point, the whole bar was silent. The jovial atmosphere had completely dissipated. I can't remember what she said after this, but the general gist is that she was ridiculing me and claiming I was refusing her a wine list when she asked for it. Finally, I decided I had had enough. Ma'am, I am not going to stand here and be abused by you. If you want a drink, then you may speak to one of my colleagues, but I will not be serving you. And with that, I walked away. No one ended up serving her. I told the manager what I had experienced and she was furious. She marched into the bar and told the woman to leave the hotel. She said it was Christmas for us too and that we are servers, not servants. Ultimately, my manager gave the woman three options. She said, you can either return to your room and stay there for the duration of your visit, interacting with none of my staff, or you can leave the hotel and look for somewhere else to stay, or you can get your coat and I would be happy to drive you home right then and there. No refund or being barred from the establishment. The woman actually only lived 20 minutes away. She chose option two and actually has been barred anyways and blacklisted on booking websites. The whole team rallied around me when this happened just to try and comfort me and tell me that I did the right thing by walking away. I really felt appreciated and valued by my co-workers. I went on to have a lovely Christmas after that with my family and I got some super cool D&D related presents. So it was a pretty good day, but I could have done without the sour taste left in my mouth by that situation at the end of an otherwise amazing shift. What a 
an entitled rude Karen. She comes up on a Christmas day and seriously decides to start treating these servers like garbage. And that's honestly so unfair. Like she did not have to act like that in the slightest. She very easily could have been grateful and to some degree treated this server with some kind of respect. So good for you for standing up to this entitled Karen because this lady was being incredibly ridiculous and there's no reason for you or anybody else to stand there and take that garbage for even a second. If you like Am I the Jerk, you're probably going to love Am I the Genius. Check it out, link down below in the description. An entitled Karen loses her mind when she finds out that we don't have any juice for our breakfast cafe. So as some revenge, she decides to have her kids steal all the candy canes off of our Christmas tree that sits in our front lobby. Here's what happened. So our breakfast cafe is right across the lobby from our front desk. And as such, I can usually hear pretty much everything going on over there. And that was the case this morning. I could hear a female guest arguing with my breakfast attendant, although I couldn't quite make out what they were arguing about. A few minutes later, a guest came to the front desk with a kid to say that we were all out of juice in the cafe. I wanted to respond and say that I knew this already because there has been a sign on the machine for a few weeks now stating that very thing. But instead, I apologized and said that our supplier was out the last time we placed an order and all flavors of juices are on back order. Needless to say, she was not a happy camper. She looked over into our gift shop, which is right next to the front desk, and asked if she could have some of the juice from the cooler. I asked her, what juice are you talking about? As we don't have any juice for sale in there. She said, um, the pure leaf juice? I told her that was tea, and that all the items in the cooler were only for sale. And when I said that to her, boy did she throw a hissy fit. She went on to say that there was nothing over in the cafe for her child to drink, and she wasn't going to give her kid coffee as it's too dangerous. I then go tell her that we do have milk and water, both available in the cafe itself, to which she then replies by saying, my baby doesn't like milk. I then glance down at her baby, and this kid is easily 12 or 13 years old. Once again, I just apologized, but told her that if she wanted something out of our gift shop, she would have to pay for it. She had a few more choice words for me, but she did eventually buy a sweet tea and a can of soda. As they were walking away, this entitled Karen's child asked if she could have a candy cane from our Christmas tree, and I told her that yeah, she could take one, and then I turned back to doing what I was doing before at the front desk. About 30 minutes later, I had to go out to the lobby to put luggage carts back in place that a guest just left sitting in the middle of the lobby. As I walked past the Christmas tree, I looked and I noticed that there were no candy canes left on the tree. Earlier in the night, I literally hung about 30 candy canes on that tree. Since only a few people had been through the lobby, and since I told the girl that she could take one, the only thing I can figure is that this little brat took all the candy canes from the tree. So since mama couldn't get her way, I'm really starting to believe that taking all the candy canes was her best way of getting revenge. And honestly, the more people I'm around, the more I tend to like my dog just a little bit more. It's always so weird to me how people can make such a big deal out of something that someone doesn't have at a store. Like, sorry, we're out of juice. I literally can't do anything about it. Like, what do you expect me to do? Drive to Florida, come back with some oranges, and then make orange juice for you on the spot? Like, let's get serious here for a second. Instead of just accepting that, hey, maybe they just don't have any of this in stock, this entitled Karen decided to be just that, an entitled Karen who just wanted to be weird. And it's bad enough that the front desk has to deal with all these weird people on a daily basis, let alone have to put up with these Karens. But to then be berated for something that is literally outside of their control, in my opinion, is just super weird. So hopefully this lady enjoys all those candy canes she stole. And hopefully the next time she deals with somebody in customer service, she has a little bit better of an attitude when things don't go exactly how she wants it to go. Because the way she talked to this front desk attendant 
pretend it was super inappropriate and honestly just overall pretty obnoxious. My extended family is claiming that we are ruining Christmas because my husband and I are choosing to not show up due to an illness that they are trying to hide and at this point I don't know what to do. So for some background, my husband and I have been married for four years. I moved to his native country just to be with him. His parents have been generally cordial but pretty lukewarm towards me for the most part. I have been okay with this up to this point because I have a terrible set of parents with whom I communicate with very little, so I'm used to not ideal parental relationships. He and I had been planning my 30th birthday abroad because I don't have a ton of friends here yet and my family generally forgot my birthday. He didn't want my 30th birthday to be painful as usual, so we planned to make it a fun experience abroad. My father-in-law and my husband were at a gathering a few days ago and my father-in-law mentioned in passing that my mother-in-law had the flu for the last few days. My husband told me that as well as an offhand comment and he said this just very nonchalant since I wasn't at the event. I was surprised at this cavalier attitude towards this because we are supposed to be traveling abroad on January 2nd to celebrate my 30th birthday which we have been planning for several months. I told him that I didn't want to risk it. Christmas happens every year and if worse comes to worse we can always just FaceTime them. We talked it out for a while and we decided to cancel. My mother-in-law then acted like it was a big joke at first. Like, of course you are coming to Christmas. We do this every year. She also tried to explain how she didn't actually have the flu. She had just been bedridden with a fever for the last three to five days. She also somehow thought that telling us that other family members had been quite ill and had been going to their family events anyways would somehow convince us to go. I explicitly told my husband not to make a snap decision on the phone with his mom because he isn't awesome at boundaries with her. While on the phone with her, I heard him say, yeah, we will probably be coming to Christmas, but she and I will have to discuss it first. And this really upset me. I felt like he set me up against them. We end up talking and he does eventually agree with me that us missing the birthday due to illness is dumber than not going to Christmas. He calls back and tells them that we aren't coming. And when they got this information, they acted reserved and they seemed to respect the decision. The father-in-law then came over to deliver uncooked dinner and presents, which was weird, but whatever. We made dinner and open presents, which is extremely strange and felt kind of painful. I would have just rather waited, but it is what my husband's parents wanted. We then called to discuss and check in with them. His sister was over there too at this point. They were all significantly more angry about the situation. His mother said at one point, I hope it was worth it, and everyone was generally passive-aggressive about it. His sister then got on the phone and tried to debate levels of contagiousness with us, that my mother-in-law is older and more prone to illness, and that we are young and healthy, that they live in a house with high ceilings. At this point, I thought it was extremely silly, and that we had clearly made the right choice if your chosen debate points are semantics about contagiousness. They then basically said that if we come tomorrow, that they will then leave this all behind. My husband kind of joked like, yeah, we'll see. He calls again this morning to let them know that we aren't coming, not only because my mother-in-law has been sick, but because she admitted to us that several of the other relatives joining for today had also been sick. He tries, rather poorly, to explain that he wants to prioritize my birthday because I don't have a family that cares too much about me and that birthdays are generally very painful. This one feels important, maybe arbitrary, sure, but I am turning 30. They were very upset and ended the conversation by saying, we just hope that you are able to enjoy your life too. This really hurt my feelings and poked right at a fear point I have, which is that I am somehow controlling my husband because he is apparently so easy to manipulate. And that just is the truth.
truth. His mom and his sisters do it to him constantly. I want him to be able to stand up for himself. He is kind and wants to believe the best about everyone. At this point, I want to return all the presents. I want to cut off contact. I want to basically never attend any events with any of them ever again. That does feel very reactionary at this point, but honestly, I don't know what to do and I'm kind of at a loss. This episode is brought to you by Paramount+. Plus. Get in, loser! Mean Girls is now streaming on Paramount+. Plus. Join Katie Heron as she meets the plastics and Tina Fey's new twist on the modern classic. Get ready for more of the rumors, backstabbing, and jokes you loved from the original movie with some fetch surprises. Rated PG-13. Wear pink and head to ParamountPlus.com to try it free. The fact that your extended family is trying to imply that you're ruining Christmas by avoiding a bunch of sick people is really, really disturbing. Like, you're right. I'm with you guys 100% on this one. Christmas comes every year, and you're trying to protect your physical and mental health. So avoiding them and saying, you know what, I want to prioritize this birthday in January is, in my opinion, not that big of a deal. And the fact that they're making it a big deal and trying to argue with you and put you down for choosing to stay away is altogether a really big red flag that basically confirms you made the right choice. So truly, I just would not give this another thought. I think also maybe talking to your husband about standing up for you and protecting your interests and your reputation would really go a long way because his first initial instinct was to throw you under the bus instead of just making a decision himself. And that's just not fair. Him backpedaling really made you look terrible. So hopefully this all works out for you and just know that you don't have to put up with this kind of garbage because if these people are going to be toxic, then they can expect less and less of you and your husband as the years go on. And I don't think that's you trying to control your husband because if anything, they're the ones pushing you away and not the other way around. Today, I messed up by thinking my grandfather would become a part of my family again, but he just came back in and he continued to act like the same toxic person that he is. And I'm honestly so exhausted and unfortunately not surprised. Here's what happened. So to start things off, my dad's family is an absolute joke. My dad's father hasn't been in our lives at all after my dad had enough of his garbage because he was a terrible father and extorted money from my dad. We last had contact just after I was born 21 years ago. Two years ago, he contacted us again and tried to become a part of the family again, so we gave him a chance. I have now met him three times in person, but he has been very inconsistent with contact and just not been great still. But we have been helping him out and giving him things. My uncle still lives with his mother, and despite being in his late 40s, he has never done anything for himself and leeches off of her. He is always complaining about everything and acts like a big baby. Recently, he ended up in the hospital most of the year and over Christmas because of deteriorating health. Because he doesn't exercise, he has diabetes, he drinks energy drinks and smokes and eats terribly and too much. And worst of all, his elderly mother enables all of it and doesn't do anything to actually help him or herself. And she is the one who is constantly feeding him like this. So I am saying all this because this week was his birthday. We went to an expensive pub for a meal and to be together as a family and his father came too as they had been reacquainted. Now as a side note as this will be relevant later, his father drives a large London cab. So the meal went mostly fine but we still were not too impressed with their attitudes and some things that they said. My grandma had been complaining that we had not invited her to come to Christmas while my other grandmother is. 
The reason for this is that my other grandma is going to be completely alone this year as she normally goes to my aunts, but she won't be able to go this year and she no longer has any friends left in her retirement home. But my nan, who's the current grandma complaining, normally just goes to her friend's daughter's place anyways. So we invited them to come along for a meal and hang out. And surprise, surprise, they just canceled on us a couple of hours ago. And this is after we spent all this money preparing ingredients and getting supplies as well as things together for this meal. I even had to help get a bunch of things out of the loft and ended up bashing my head on a heavy box that slipped and fell on me, leaving a small lump on my head. I then injured myself falling down the stairs while trying to bring a spare chair downstairs. I slipped on a step and I couldn't even see where I was going. And then, to top it all off, we had to move a huge heavy kitchen table into the living room for more space sideways so it would get through the door. And I think I damaged my arm doing that because I positioned it badly, causing a lot of strain, and it has been hurting a ton ever since. So we moved everything around the house around this event, expecting them to show up. And it literally all came for nothing, as they canceled on us at the last minute. Now, apparently, the reason for canceling was because my dad's father doesn't want to drive all this way now, giving some BS excuse. And then my uncle made up an excuse, saying that he won't go to my nan's car because he wants the room to stretch his legs that he gets in his father's cab. My dad then told them all to pretty much just stuff it and is blocking his father now, claiming we gave him a chance and he just lost it. All of this work, all of this anxiety, all of this change of plans just before Christmas, and it all ended up for nothing. What an absolute nightmare. These people really do sound like a basket case. If it's not one excuse, it's another. And these people have definitely blown their last chance to have any relationship with you or your family. I mean, this is just crazy. They really didn't want to show up last second, all because they didn't want to drive here or whatever other excuse they came up with. And by the way, this is after the fact that they're like, okay, you didn't get invited. Sure, let's invite you over. They make plans. They literally move heaven and earth to make sure that there's enough room for everybody involved. And then at the last second, they cancel. Well, fantastic. All that complaining they did was literally for nothing. And that's so unfair for the original poster and their family. They are incredibly toxic, and I don't blame you for a second for cutting them out of your life. My friend betrayed my trust and hit on a girl that I met off of Tinder in the middle of our date. And as a result, they secretly started dating behind my back, essentially taking her away from me and in the process betraying my trust completely. And now I don't know what to do. So I'm really struggling with a situation that just happened. I met this girl on Tinder a few weeks ago and we hit it off right away. We went on a few dates and I really thought there was something special between us. We had great conversations, we shared similar interests, and had a lot of fun together. But everything changed when I invited her to come with my friend and me to go out and get some drinks. One thing led to another and my friend ended up making a move on this girl, which was shocking enough in and of itself. But even worse, she went along with it and they started secretly dating. I had no idea until my friend came to me today and told me that they were going on vacation together. And when I found out, I was absolutely devastated. I thought this girl and I had a real connection and I couldn't believe that my friend would do something like this behind my back. I confronted him about it and he basically said that since this girl and I had not started dating officially, I didn't have a right to get mad at him. But I feel like I was betrayed in more ways than one. Not only did my friend steal the girl I was interested in, but he also lied to me and kept it a secret to make matters even worse. I just started sharing a lease with this friend. So now I'm stuck living with someone who has betrayed 
betrayed me and I'm not sure how to move forward. I don't care about the girl, but I feel like my friend really let me down. I'm not sure if I should just cancel the lease and move out or if there's another way that we can work through this. I don't know how to deal with this and I'm really unsure about how to approach this situation. Do I have a right to be upset? What should I do? Your friend is a piece of garbage. The fact that he made a move on somebody you were already just starting to date is really, really toxic. And in my opinion, that's just not something I would ever want to live in. Like, imagine living in that environment where he's basically always bringing this girl over. It's just this constant reminder that he went behind your back and betrayed your trust. And I think at this point, you can hardly even call this guy your friend because no real friend would do what they did in this situation. I mean, it's almost like he saw his opportunity the second you introduced her to him and he actually has the audacity to make a move and hit on her during the middle of your date. I mean, how gross is that? So if I was in your situation, I would absolutely cancel the lease and move out. I would not want to live with him in any way, shape, or form. In my opinion, you don't need someone like that around you all the time. I personally feel like the hassle of moving out will be well worth it in the long run when you don't have to see this guy every day in your living space. So that's what I would do personally if I was in this situation. But what would you do? How would you feel if your friend made a move on someone you were trying to date? Leave a comment down below. We would love to hear what you have to say. Thanks for watching. When you subscribe, make sure to hit the bell to turn on notifications so you never miss a video. To finish listening to all the stories, use the playlist at the top of the description. And if you like Am I the Jerk, you're probably going to love Am I the Genius. Check it out in the description below and subscribe.